Aloha, everyone. Welcome back to Multifamily Live. This is Foundational Fridays, our newest addition to Multifamily Live. So Foundational Fridays is all about finding the foundational aspects of real estate investors. What are they doing to really dig in, hone in, and at some times just start in real estate? What? do they come from, what do they do, and how this can help you. Today, I have Emily Hunter with me. She is a dynamic and driven 25-year-old, and she serves as a logistician, I'm gonna have to ask her how to actually say that, in the United States Air Force while concurrently pursuing a thriving career as a multifamily real estate investor. So I want everyone here to welcome Emily Hunter, welcome to the show, Emily. Hi, Peely. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited to have you here. You sent me this extensive bio, but people on my show have heard my voice enough. So I want to hear it from you. What is a logician? Yes. So let's start off with that. And tell us a little bit about your military service. Yeah. So it is a logistician. Logistician. Yes. Um, and it is just a dynamic job within the Air Force where you touch a little bit of everything. Um, I've had the opportunity in the about two years that I've been in this career field to work in the vehicle management side of things. So making sure that all the vehicles that people in the Air Force drive are taken care of and fixed. I'm currently working in the deployment center. So we're getting people where they need to go um, overseas, also stateside. Um, I've also worked in the ground transportation side of things, making sure that people on aircrafts are picked up when they need to be picked up. Um, And I actually live in the national capital region, so Washington, D.C. area. And we have a very interesting dynamic at my base because we deal with a lot of the higher level generals in all military branches. They all fly out of our airfield. So we get the opportunity to to go on a lot of runs and interact with such, you know, high caliber people who are coming from other branches, but also other uh, countries as well. They're foreign dignitaries. So I do a whole lot. (laughs) That sounds like there is a lot of balls up in the air. There's a lot of management there. What makes you so good at your job? So having the open mind of just being able to learn um, in no way, shape or form, am I the expert? I have amazing airmen who have worked under me in all the different sections that I've been a part of and they teach me on the regular what's going on um, and I truly just advocate for them. So I'm not the one doing the job, they are, and I'm just there to support them and ensure that they have everything that they truly need. And in turn, I learn what they're doing, but. So let's talk about that a little bit more. You as a support system, and I I promise we're coming to the real estate part, everyone. So if you're here for multifamily, we will talk about that. But this is about finding the foundations of a real estate investor, the foundations of your business. Mm-hmm. As a 
someone who supports others. How does your current life in the military, your personal life, allow you to jump into real estate the way you have? Yeah, so I actually started with the help of a friend who was in the military, so I would never have been here if it weren't for her. Um, but just being able to know that I do have people working 24-7, getting that job done, I'm allowed to then go home at night and work on my second job, real estate investing. Um, so, yeah, support is everything. Um, support, you know... Just growing up as a kid and having your parents supporting you, you know, is so fundamental um, and necessary, but also within no matter what career you're in, truly knowing that you have that support and that backing, it gives you so much more room to really want to take off and to to show people, hey, like you, you care about me and I'm going to do my job to the best of my ability because I care about you in turn. Let's talk about, because you said a really key word, let's talk about taking off within the multifamily space because you are, you are just beginning. You are the, at the beginning of your multifamily journey. You are learning. So as someone that is at the beginning, or actually a few steps forward from the beginning, because you have been with us for, a, for many months at this point, and you are on your way for what kind of advice would you give for anyone who's thinking, especially anyone in the military, anyone who has a full-time job, what do you say to those people who are just like, well, I don't have the time, I don't have the money, I don't have dot, dot, dot. What kind of advice would you give to them as they are thinking about starting on this journey? Well, I think the first thing would always be you always have more time than you truly think you do. Look at how much time your phone tells you that you, the screen time alert that you get every week when it tells you you spent this much time. You're not usually on the phone spending that time. Um, so truly being intentional about your time is key. Um, succeeding in one job or succeeding in you know one job and then a second career. Um, so that's something that I've definitely learned um, from the beginning. I have to be very intentional when I get those moments to pick up the phone, call a broker, pick up the phone um, and do a, a Zoom call with someone in the group just to introduce myself. Um, it's all necessary. And these are all just building blocks to starting that successful career. Um, and then something else like staying disciplined there there are nights that I get home from work and I'm like, I'm so tired. I just want to sit on the couch and scroll through my phone or turn on the TV. But I know in order to be successful, I have to sit down behind my computer, bring up my spreadsheet and start underwriting. And once I start, it's great. It's just sitting down in that seat. So taking that time and just truly being intentional and disciplined with it is absolutely key. Let's let's dive deeper on this thought of self-discipline mm -hmm. um does your is that like ingrained within you was it part of your military training that helps you overcome that 
oh, wow, I just want to pick up my phone and just kind of relax. I've had a long day and this underwriting spreadsheet is killing me. How do you step over that for anyone here that's like, okay, so that's crazy. She has this full-time job. She's in the military. How does she do that? Like mentally, what is the mindset training that you, that you go through whenever that happens? Cause that's, that's every day for you. Yeah, so I think I am very lucky in one sense. I've always had a very disciplined um, lifestyle and just very structured. I, from the age of five, was a swimmer um, and swam all the way um, out throughout my college career. I was on the swim team. Um, So I was always truly forced to be, you know, disciplined and intentional with my time. I would leave school, I'd go to swim practice, I'd come home, I'd eat dinner, I'd do my homework, go to bed. Um, same with in college. Um, I was at a service academy, so our our schedules were very, very structured as well there. It wasn't your normal college experience where you got to go out and party on Wednesday nights or even on the weekends sometimes. Um, so I've kind of always just been down, you know, taken down that avenue of I'm forced in a little bit of a way. So now that I'm an adult and on my own and as long as I'm at work, you know, every day and then, you know, I come home, I have a lot more of that decision. So I think truly that foundation that I grew up with of discipline has truly helped me. But even more so for me, having a family and being there for them and taking the kids to school and taking them to practice and all of that, that is so important to me. I don't want to be the parent who is always on the work trips. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but for me, you know, I, I want to be there for them. Um, and knowing that by succeeding in my multifamily career, that opens the door for that a lot more than just staying in a a W-2 job. I love how you're using discipline, self-discipline, because I I hear you. You've had a lifestyle and a foundation through your family, through your fitness, Mm -hmm. through swimming, and now through the military where you are, and you said it yourself, you're kind of forced Mm -hmm. into this box of discipline. But the thing is, when you get home, your time's your own. Yes. So it's a decision that you make. And for everyone that's listening right now, you're like, Peely, where are you going with this? What I want to get to is the decisions that you make on your own time. So when Emily is not on military time, when she's not on family time, when she doesn't have somebody else dictating, like a swim team coach, dictating what she should do with her time, she is choosing to use her, quote, free time on her second job, on her second career in real estate. So this is a foundational aspect that I really want to hit in for this podcast. Before we leave, I want to hit in with choice, discipline as choice. What what do you say to that? Uh, I would just say, think about the future that you want. And if you are choosing to be disciplined, 
in the steps that it takes and that are necessary to get to where you want to be, you're going to reach that. If you come home and you sit on the couch, then that's one day further away from your goal. So it's how quickly do you want to get there? Because for me, I want to get there as quickly as I can and and reach that that freedom that you you hear those people who are truly making it in their multifamily careers um, that they've achieved so so walk me through one of your days like your typical day in a someone who works in the military for the air force you get up you go to work talk me through your day so my day starts at 4.30. I get up and I go Wait, to- Wait, say that again for everybody in the back. I get up at 4.30. 4.30, awesome. I get up and I start my day by going to CrossFit. Yes. Um, because the best part of my day is going to the gym. <laughs> um, and it just, it truly sets me up for just such a great day. Um, getting those endorphins going, seeing the friends that I've created. And just pushing myself to, you know, out of my comfort zone. Um, so I get up, go to the gym, and then get ready for work. Um, I'm usually in work around 7.30. And then I leave about 4. Um, if nothing is truly going bad that day, um, it's a good day. Um, because I do live in the D.C. area, I do have a lot of traffic, unfortunately. I spend a good amount of time in the car. Um, While getting, you're in the car, what do you do? You listen to anything in particular? Some days I need some music. And <laughs> um, that's fine. Yeah, but no, I also do try to use that time well. Um, listen to podcasts, um, but also listen to audiobooks. Um, so I've been on an audiobook craze lately. So I love the. I don't like calling them self-help, but they make you better if you allow them. them make you better books. There you go. (laughs) Um, So I will listen to those as well. Um, But actually, I really started out by listening to this podcast. um, And I got all the way to, I think, about episode 300 before I went to the live event. I started from the very, very beginning. I love it. So Emily has seen it from our dark days when we first started podcasting before the fancy cameras and all the pinkies <laughs> we had. And now. the baby would be sleeping in the other room. And yes, yeah. we'd have to like whisper during the podcast. No, I yeah. remember. I remember those days. And the reason why I just stopped to like reminisce about this is it comes back to the idea of just starting. Just yeah. just start. Whether or not you have all the tools. And chances are you have all the tools you need to get started. So let's get back to it. You're listening to podcasts in the car, the drives a couple of hours, maybe one hour, maybe two hours. You get home. What time is it usually? Uh, It's about five o'clock by that point. Um, So by this point, you've already had a 12-hour day. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, So I come home and my husband's also in the military. Um, So depending on his schedule, he's either home by that point or he's still at work. Um, If he's still at work, then I do take the time to just come right into my office, sit down and just hammer out as much as I can on the multifamily side 
of things before he gets home. And then we'll have dinner, and at that point it's about 7.30, and we go to bed and we start the next day all over again. So That is amazing. And by the way, congratulations, Thank Mrs. You. Hunter. Thank and you. Mr. Hunter, when you listen to this, <laughs> Emily and her amazing husband, they just got married. So congratulations. And this is, this is also foundational. You're, you're newlywed. Yeah. How, do you, how do you find, because I don't believe in balance, but how is this this new addition to your life? Yeah. How is that coming along? It's good. I mean, it has been a journey, that's for sure. Um, but I think it truly does come down to respecting the things that we both care about and we want to to put our energy into. And like I said. On the days that he is home, I'll, I'll spend that extra time with him. Mm-hmm. But on the days that he's not here, again, I'm using that time while I have it. Um, so just, yeah, learning, like, what the other person cares about. And it's been great from the beginning. He's been so supportive of this. Um, and I think he's like, yeah, like, let's make it, like, you know, I think if he could stay home with the kids by himself while I do this, he'd be super happy if he never had to go back to work. Um, <laughs> but no, like it truly has been great just, you know, starting this new life together as a married couple and, and figuring it out. And I don't know if we'll ever truly figure it out, um, but we're taking it one day at a time. And just, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's about loving the other and truly, again, being intentional with your time because we could sit there on the couch scrolling on Instagram next to each other, but you know that doesn't build our relationship. I love the nuggets of wisdom that you just dropped right there because throughout mine and Jason's uh, marriage, our relationship, working together, we always get the question of how we do it. And you are in just the beginning, just in the foundation. And I shouldn't say just, you are in the beginning. And you have found that that relationship with time that you need to have, that you're not going to waste the time you have. You know what your dreams and aspirations are, Mm -hmm. but you also know that you have to spend the time with those people in your life that you are actually doing this for. So congratulations to you. Emily, before I let you go, what is one thing, one foundational thing, one more, should I say, foundational thing that you can leave my audience with as they are on this journey, this multifamily, this real estate journey, whatever journey you are on, dear audience, Emily wants to share a little bit of her foundational knowledge with you. Yeah, so I'm going to reiterate what you said a little bit earlier on because it truly is the truth um just start when i got into this i started by investing into a deal first and then i was like i didn't know what i just did why don't i go learn um so i took that time to learn but when i committed to jumping over more to the the general partner side of thing and the active side I just had to start. I showed up at Multifamily Live and I just started walking up to people. And for anyone who knows me, it it was the most terrifying experience of my life. I walked into the room by myself not knowing anyone. 
And like that just makes me want to like hide in a corner. And I just, I put myself out there. I walked up, I said, hi. And at the time it was Emily Fanning. Hi, I'm Emily Fanning. And just started these conversations and got business cards and shared mine with others. So just starting, just walking into that room, whether it's a meetup that's local, whether it's a Zoom meetup, I promise you, you think you know nothing and you're the only one who knows nothing and it's not the case at all. Like just going in there, you are you are starting. So just start. Just start. Emily, thank you so much for coming on and from Emily's heart to yours, just get out there. Just start. You heard it. She is not exactly comfortable when it comes to big crowds. But I remember that multifamily live. I remember her stepping up. I remember her introducing herself. I remember her putting herself out there. And I remember her having the wherewithal to know that this is what she wanted. These are the steps she was going to take. And she was going to get it. So, Emily, congratulations on all your successes. Everything that's going to come your way. And thank you so much for being with us today. And for everyone that's listening, thank you. I am grateful for you. If you loved what you heard, please rate, review, subscribe, and look up Emily. In fact, Emily, how can everyone find you? Yes, so we are getting ready to launch our website, and it is Hunter and Fanning Capital Group. Um, So look us up, and then you can also find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, social all the socials all the socials so look up hunter and fanning capital group capital group yep all the links will be in the show notes below thank you so very much i am full of gratitude so much love peace and aloha talk to you later really i know